0: Hello, and welcome to Bitten by Radioactive Podcast, where we give powers to a name. I'm going to start things off by apologizing, because my uh, power pack for my microphone blew up and it started to smell like rotten mangoes. No, um, it
1: literally smelled like burning, it was kind of scary.
0: It was the worst, so apologies, I'm going to sound like I'm in a uh, a tin can for the rest of the episode, but I reckon it's pretty good for 49 episodes. I think it's alright. It's
1: fine, we'll just talk over you, Dean. Me, me and Josh, we'll, we got it right.
0: Yeah, yeah, we're good. We got this. Yeah. This is the only time I'm going to actively encourage you to talk over me while <laughs> okay, generating cool, ideas. Shut up. But we are going to, as Jade mentioned, talk over one another in order to create a brand new superhero from the scraps that we get from a random generator. So Jade and Josh, mm. hello, good afternoon. Hello. Mm. Um, I currently have a blanket over my head with my crappy <laughs> laptop microphone in 23 degree heat. It's going to be a good one.
1: I mean, we, we avoided one crisis because I was, you might still hear a little bit of sort of bunged upness uh, in mm. my nose. So like, I was really ill for the past few days, so we couldn't record then. So I've just about recovered and then Dean's thing blew up. So it's...
0: I, I'm doing perfectly fine.
1: I'm Yeah, glad. thanks, Josh.
0: <laughs> good for you. I guess, I guess you've also been reading a nice, good book with your uh, perfect state of affairs. I have been. Yep. Go on. Ah. Um,
2: (laughs) What have you you been reading, Josh? um, Well, it feels slightly awkward because I did recommend this author a couple of weeks ago. But I feel as though I almost need to go back to their work because I did also say it was their most accessible. Oh, I know who it is. Yes. Um, So I did say that Inio Asano's Dead Demons Day-to-Day-Day-Day Destruction was his most accessible work since. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but then I remembered that I actually haven't read one of his first series called um Solanin. Yeah, that's Solanin. like Solanin or
1: something S- like that. S-
2: Solanin. Let's go with Solanin. That sounds good. Um so yeah, so I've been Solanin. reading Solanin uh, Inio Asano's Solanin. Um oh. which is all about this um couple, um Meiko and her boyfriend, uh Naruo. She is currently working in a office job that she hates and her boyfriend is currently almost like permanently crashing at her apartment because he's a illustrator freelance that can't pay enough for rent. Uh, (laughs) Um, Oh, Jade, I'm so sorry. (laughs) And and this brings on one of the many themes of the series, which is relatability and accessibility. Um, It's all about um, being in like your mid-twenties and kind of getting to grips with stuff, kind Mm. of potentially having to give up on dreams like, Everyone's saying they want to be in a band, or being in a podcast, I guess, if you want to go for something like that, um, and then <laughs> yes. not following through, and kind of, yeah, just realising where you want to be and what you want to do. Um, so yeah, it's now I can definitely say this is his most accessible work. It's There's no supernatural element to it. It is There's no crazy time travel that makes you kind of scratch your head a bit. It's a really good slice-of-life drama. It's all about music as well. And yeah,
0: it is really good. I can't believe Inio Asano wrote a millennial manga. <laughs> in like 2007? <laughs> like beating the curve then as well. Yeah. Oh my goodness.
2: It's also really cool because Asian Kung Fu Generation did a cover of the main song from this manga. And Inio really? Asano, really? Asano wrote the lyrics for it.
1: What? He got to be in a band after all. <laughs> what a team up.
0: Jade, what have you been reading for inspiration to make this superhero?
1: Hmm, I've been reading something uh I guess similarly kind of dark but about a way younger uh group of people. Okay. Um I've been reading Promised Neverland. Uh, which is uh written by <laughs> Kaiu Shirai and has the art by Posca Demizu. Um so it's a Shonen Jump series with a female protagonist. That's Whoa. how my friend <laughs> sold it to me. <laughs> And Making I was like, big what? waves. Yeah. Mm. Um, but I think that's a slight con. Um, it's oh. about three kids, really um, mm. Emma, Norman, and Ray. So it's your typical Shonen Jump team up of <laughs> a girl and two boys.
0: Oh, classic. Yeah.
1: Um, so they're at this really swish, comfortable orphanage living really kind of lovely lives, and everyone there loves each other. They, they all love their mum. Um
0: mm-hmm.
1: But then they realize that something far more sinister is going on. And it's less of an orphanage and more of a farm. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's it's really sinister. Um, The kids are all really intelligent and well thought out, so I really like their dynamic. Like, not just the three main kids. Like, there's often, like, um, insert pages between the chapters that uh, give you a little more insight into all the other kids at this orphanage. So you can tell, yeah. like... During all the back, like background scenes and stuff where they have to draw all these kids, they're not just drawing random kids, they're like thinking about the actual group of kids that lives in this orphanage. Yeah. So you, you, know, you care about them some more. Um, but I kind of hate, with the three main kids, how often it seems that Norman and Ray are smarter than Emma, even though they all have the exact same level of intelligence. Like They take tests in this manga, it's like a big thing. Um, they all get scored daily on their intelligence and they have yeah. the, they all get top marks um but norman and ray because they're boys are more cold and calculating and realistic whereas emma makes up for her lack of that with this pure-hearted love for her fellow kids and and her, what is basically her family um and she has this earnest wish to save every single kid from air quotes the orphanage <laughs> um
0: see this is interesting because I've been seeing this in uh, Shonen Jump because uh, I read it on the app weekly. Mm-hmm. And, like, I've not been able to jump in because, like, the first chapter was, like, a few years ago. So hearing your uh, astute analysis has now piqued my interest. Mm. And plus you've got the first two volumes, so I can just, well, like... Well, yeah,
1: yeah, I, I raced through the first two because, like, the art just really draws you in. It's, it's really good at conveying these really horrific levels of, like, thrilling tension is the best way I could put it. Ooh. Like the, the beats of the panels are really well planned. So they lead up to these big tense moments. Like there's one in the first volume where there's like a, a you turn the page. Um, and I remember I lent it to you, Dean, just to show you this scene. And I was just watching as he calmly read one page. And then as soon as he saw this other page that it was leading up to, he like visibly like recoiled. <laughs> it was very good. Um. So yeah, there's this moment where Emma is upset because of something that's happened to one of the other kids. And then the mother that looks after them just, like, is peering with these dead eyes at her and trying to calculate whether she's, like, she's aware of the truth to the orphanage. Mm. And it's, it's all silent, and Emma's just like, what do I do, what do I say? Uh, and you just, like, you're so worried, because she's a child. She's not going to be able to calculate and act and stuff. But then she does and she manages to use her intelligence to her advantage so it's like a really strategic manga um and i'm really interested to see like more about the mystery of the orphanage and how these kids are going to escape uh yeah it's
2: it's quite interesting because we don't get to see that many like sinister shonen jump series that yeah, much they they yeah. seem to come like once every so often like i can't mm. like b- before promised neverland what maybe the last one was like death note out, like a push? I was thinking yeah. that, yeah. Or it
1: feels a lot like Death Note.
2: This is gonna go for a deep cut. Do you remember Enigma? Ooh.
1: I don't know if I ever wait, did did I read that one? It was
2: a mystery series. It was to do with yeah. like locked rooms.
1: Yeah. I remember the
2: anime, I think.
1: It like trailed off, didn't it? It got boring.
2: <laughs> yeah. <gasps> do you remember there was like no, guy... I do remember. There was a guy in a suit and he had like a question mark box for a head. Yeah. Oh
0: my god, that was
2: so long ago. That was mm. so long ago, and that, that's like, I think that might have been the last, like, even semi-kind of sinister jump series. Mm. Yeah. So it's oh it's, it's been a while. See, that's, yeah. that's a deep cut, isn't it? Mm.
1: Yeah, it's, it's appealingly sinister, like, mm. um, because, because they're kids, there's lots of moments of levity, but yeah, it's, overall it's very sinister.
0: Excellent. Well, I'm going to stick with Shonen Jump, because in... Um, recently, I've been uh catching up with the app. I left it like to stew for a few months. Which some people do that on purpose. I do it because I've been uh, a little bit busy with work lately. So I've been back on it. And I've caught up with a manga that I've recommended before, but I just want to talk about it a little bit because well when a manga gets gets up to nine hundred and five chapters. Oh no. It it becomes a different comic Are
2: in you my doing eyes. this? <laughs> so Wait. One Piece. Oh, have okay. we actually we've never actually recommended One Piece.
1: Have have we
2: no, we must have. No, we haven't. I think. I think for the pure fact of we're, we're not entirely sure how we feel about
1: its yeah. current
0: trajectory. <laughs> so I'm recommending One Piece by Eiichiro Oda. This is going to be the rest
1: of the podcast episode, by the way, uh, everyone. We, <laughs> we can't start a conversation about One Piece and have it last for. Let's look at the time. At three minutes. No, we can't do <laughs> <think> that.
0: <laughs> so it's all about. Uh, Monkey D. Luffy, he wants to become king of the pirates. He eats a magical fruit that gives him rubber powers and he goes around uh, sailing the Grand Line in order to get to the end of it to reach the uh, previous pirate king's uh, treasure. And it's been going for 18, 19 years? I
2: think it's getting up to 20 now because I'm pretty sure it started ninety-eight,
0: ninety-nine. 98, hmm. 99. So, yeah, it's it's a big old book it's a big old comic it's been it's up to like 80 or 90 volumes and being a, a guy who's read it since uh since they were 17 years old it's just it's so odd and so peculiar to pick up and read the latest chapters knowing where it's come from and the the arcs that have happened and just you were saying about it josh just sort of the repetition and how it's starting to groan under its own that- weight yeah i think we yes. had a, a conversation about it a while back hmm just about how, like, someone with a savvy eye can sort of pick up where, oh, it's doing this from this arc, it's doing that from that arc. Oh, like, mm. yes,
2: definitely. Because of, like, I've been reading One Piece since I was 12. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, like, watching a bunch of episodes before, like, a school trip when I was in, like, year 8. Um, mm. And, yeah, I think that it is. it now shows with One Piece that yeah. um, it's a completely different age generation that's now reading it, that they probably... Some of them may not have even touched on like Skypiea or Alabaster.
0: Mm. Oh my god!
1: Arlong Park, go way back.
2: <laughs> and now, Oda's kind of rehashing similar beats from these previous arcs for like a new audience. That's always been my opinion on new One Piece.
0: Yeah, it's. I think I remember reading um, something about a poll of like readership of One Piece, and they said like one of the biggest age. Uh, Age demographics is like above 30 years old,
2: <laughs>
0: just because they've been mm. like keeping up with it for that long. So One Piece has been around a while, and like it's hard to drop altogether. But at the same time, you sort of w- we are war weary soldiers at this point with the comic.
1: You read a manga for this long, you're going to care about the characters. It's like watching a really crappy TV show <laughs> once upon a time. And, you know, you know the last season's terrible, but there's a part of you that's like, maybe I should watch it because I do still care about the characters and want to know what's going to happen to them. But, but I will I will resist because I know it's terrible. But also I care about them. That's the same feeling no. I have with One Piece at the moment.
2: And But let's try and turn it back into a recommendation of sorts. Yes. Because the reason that we feel so strongly about it is because the first, like, 500 chapters maybe 600 chapters, are solid shonen. Yes. Really good. A very... Something that Oda doesn't do as much anymore, but, like, the pacing and the layouts mm-hmm. are really mm. strong.
1: And the character designs. Yes. Particularly when he can be bothered to design more than one woman. Because he can do it. I know you We've can do it, it Oda. Yeah.
2: We have seen it. Look, it's not It's not just a sexy hourglass or just <laughs> round.
0: Because <laughs> that's, that's really all he does. But, yeah, he... Um, Back in the day, he did create this wonderful, goofy world that um, was just a joy to read and just to be a part of in your own way. And, yeah, we we, we have to stop talking about it right now because, as Jade mentioned, we would <laughs> carry on.
1: Get ready for the 100-post Twitter thread that's going to happen on <laughs> Wednesday. Oh, my God.
0: Well, welcome to our new podcast,
2: Bitten by a Radioactive One Piece.
1: <laughs> All right, let's make a hero.
2: So I'm going to take the reins this week. Um, I've found us a... A wee little name generator, mm. and it, ad- it actually requires our own input as well.
1: Whoa! Oh, how novel! Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. So it's n- it is novel. Uh, we don't do it too often. Um, I did think that we'd almost touched on it beforehand because we've done we've done almost the good side of this mm. in what was our Jaeger Pacific Rim name generator. A classic! <laughs> what a great episode that was. It was Echo Alpha, I believe.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, yes, it was. But who fights the Jaegers?
1: the kaiju i think you and
2: i have seen the same tweet
0: josh (laughs) i
2: I didn't i didn't like it on my timeline and then it turned up on yours did it
0: well it's the kaiju name
2: generator folks in order to generate a kaiju all i need is your birth month and your birth
0: before before we do that i just want to say it takes uh, two pilots to run a jaeger (laughs) and i feel like we just run a jaeger right into this name generator
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> meanwhile i'm just like one of the techies on the floor like oh shit here comes a fucking kaiju!
0: <laughs> it's a double event Jay. oh
1: no um
2: well come on guys let's go let's go fishing
1: okay well my birthday is this month
2: um 17 okay so we've got six and 17 okay your one is beetle cryptid
1: beetle cryptid that's, okay that's yeah. pretty
0: good yeah. it's pretty good
1: hmm.
0: um uh, dean Mine's um, September the 12th, so nine twelve. <laughs> okay, you, you've, you've, you've got a good one. Uh, you've got Super Shrimp. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's super hairy, isn't it?
2: Mm-hmm. Um, and I am in November, and I am the 17th, so I'm actually sexy cryptid.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I hate mine. I like yours, like Super Shrimp and sexy cryptid.
0: Well, <laughs> how about a duo? Yeah. How about a little duo? Ooh, we yeah. haven't done a duo yeah. in quite a while. It's, it's, yeah, it's been a little bit since we've done, like, uh, a twofer. So, Super Shrimp and Sexy Cryptid. All I can imagine f- for, like, Sexy Cryptid is, like, some sort of, like, over-the-top bondage to the point where, like, they can't even get themselves <laughs> out. Um, mm. I don't know how family-friendly that might be, though. Does it have to be? Ooh, or what happens if
2: Super Shrimp is the family-friendly one and Sexy Cryptid isn't?
0: Oh, so is it going to be like a Deadpool-Spider-Man kind of thing?
1: Are they always like arguing about <laughs> it? But the thing is, like, Super
0: Shrimp can also be a sexy thing in a very, very <gasps> bad kind of way. Although, the... I'm just wondering, do you know what a cryptid is? It's like a monster, isn't it?
1: Well, I always thought it was like... No, it's like a... Um... Like a rumoured mystery creature, right?
2: It is. It's an animal whose existence or survival is
0: disputed or unsubstantiated, Oh, there you go. Such as the yeti. Hmm. How do we make that sexy? How do we make the yeti sexy? <laughs> um, I know a lot of people might say...
1: So, sh- well, Schrodinger's bondage.
0: You're going to have to give me a, a 2,000 word explanation for what you just said there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's just like, you know, you're wandering through the woods and you're like, but are they tied up or aren't they?
0: And how do they save... How do they save people with Schrodinger's is sexy? I don't know. <laughs> okay.
1: I'm just tossing stuff at the wall, seeing what sticks.
0: It's not sticking, Jade. Oh. As much as sexy cryptid might want it to. I don't know. I do quite like
2: the idea of
1: you're Ay, both bound excellent.
0: and yet not bound. Uh, mm, maybe it's like a, a Darren Brown thing where like they try and tie you to the seat, but you're not, there's no ropes, no nothing. It's just hypnosis and then you try and get up and you're like, Why can't I get up? Oh, that's I'm not their power tied down. It's just...
1: Schrodinger's bondage. It could be a twofer. It could Mm. be a twofer. You could have a very um, literal depiction of Schrodinger's bondage, which is just the hero looks like they're in bondage, but everyone's always like, okay, but is that, like, your fetish or what? And they're just like, no, just, look, they're they're just belts. There's a lot of belts as Mm. part of my superhero outfit. They're like, yeah, but are you, like, getting off on it? And they're like, there's no bond right now.
0: Every question that is, like, directed towards that, it's always... It's always like very like you mentioned, like, oh, it's it's not important right now. Like yeah, what so you you, no clothes? one ever
1: knows. No one knows. But it's also uh, their power.
2: Oh, could it be like whenever you see them, their hands are always behind their back. And you always and you always believe that they are behind their back. But as soon as you look behind them and look at what at their hands, suddenly <laughs> the bondage is almost gone. And now they can actually use their hands for the uh, their powers
1: oh my god so they're good at like that that must be like a skill of theirs not a specific power but a skill is that they can undo knots at the speed of light
2: well i'm not even sure if it has to be like I just don't know then it's not actually, well, actually we no, yeah, don't know works.
1: you don't know yeah were, were they done up or I, weren't they
2: yeah exactly <laughs> so because i mean i wasn't sure at one point like if there was no like ropes whatsoever and you you see them behind the hands are behind their back yeah. and like they keep on trying like mm punch them but like they just keep on swerving out the way they're not using their hands and it just gets like there's this one criminal that just like what is going on and they just look behind them (laughs) and yeah it's almost like um i like that a lot
1: yeah but i i like i like the idea of them sorry dean um like undoing some knots like maybe untying some hostages and it it happens really fast and like the criminals are like so so they can undo knots really far. Maybe they were tied. I don't... I still don't know.
0: <laughs> no, they untie the ropes on the uh, hostages, and then they tie them to themselves. Like, they tie their, like, ankles or something, and they're like, thanks. No,
1: no, 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 That That would have to be really... That's... You can't, like, show them doing that, because that would be an answer. Ooh. Mm. You need to keep the mystery.
2: Oh, shit. But we also have to keep it sexy. Mm. Just just so, just you know.
0: Or n- another pitch... <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm I'm currently in a greenhouse right now. Um, they untie a hostage and they have the rope in their hands, and then mm. one of the criminals or like maybe a few of them come in and say, "Freeze, you you're, you're dead now." And then, um, a sexy crypt is like, "Well, how can you even shoot those guns with your hands tied together?" You cut back, and all their hands are tied together with the rope that was in his hands. <laughs> and they're like, "What the? F- how <laughs> did this just happen?" Well,
1: no, because their power is like that's their power in like invisible bondage mm. is what we were thinking, weren't we? yeah i was like it's it's schrodinger's bondage so like it's more they kind of they would say that they'd be like how are you gonna fire like, whatever it was you said and like if your hands are tied and and they'd look down it wouldn't be that cryptid had like run at them and tied like like the flash or something it's not no like no,
0: no 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 their
1: power is literally like suddenly the criminals are, are tied together and it's invisible so they're like we can't move and maybe maybe like one of the one of the lackeys in the back is like slightly blushing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay, so sexy cryptid is pretty much down one hundred percent as a character. Yeah, we've about super shrimp. How does that relate to super shrimp? Who is super shrimp? Is it going to be one of those like shotgun shrimp? Oh, mantis shrimp.
1: Uh, what?
0: Is that what they? Ate? Is that the that ones one? that can like blast water so fast it boils instantly? Yes. What? Yeah, yeah. It's like. Have you never heard of this, Jade? No. Um they they're called mantis shrimp oh and they they are ridiculous animals uh creatures uh invertebrates where they uh, their main uh defense mechanism is they have two little boxing gloves on the end of sticks under their uh sort of under their shell and they can punch mm. with the force that is enough pretty to break pretty much a bullet through. pretty much Yeah, pretty much. Uh, hold hold on. How much of
1: this is you faffing and joking and how much is actual
2: it, it they, they aren't real boxing gloves but the rest is real like, they're actually these shrimp that have these nice little kind of you remember those like little to- um like rock'em sock 'em robot type kind of arms yeah, yeah yeah they kind of have like those and they can like punch mm-hmm. with like the force of like the bullet basically yeah <laughs> oh my think that's the way that they catch their prey is they basically knock them out by just like bonking them on the head
0: yeah just stunning them
1: <laughs> wow I did not know about these. <laughs> you learn something they new They punch every day. so
0: powerfully we can't even hold them in captivity because they break through all the glass that we can use to hold them in
1: whoa okay well we have a hero
0: super shrimp i mean the thing is like that shrimp's already pretty super now we need to imagine Mm. a super version of that super shrimp
1: well it's just gonna be bigger human size
0: Really, our job here is done thank you very much for listening (laughs) to this half-arses episode unless it is you're
1: not allowed to poo-poo us saying it's just a big animal when (laughs) sorry dean but that's what you've been doing um
2: it's just a There's just a goat that just appears and it's a villain for like an arc. It was an evil goat. Listen, okay.
0: There's a crow that turns up at some point. (laughs) He's pretty evil. Yeah, all right. I just (laughs) want to point out that Super Shrimp was also my hero that we generated from my birthday. Very true.
1: (laughs) It was meant for you.
0: Thematically in line with who I am.
1: Okay, is it a giant shrimp or is it like, (laughs) I love the oxymoron that that presents, um, or, or is it like a person with shrimp punching powers or what?
0: Um, okay. I don't like the idea of a shrimp person
2: <laughs> on on like a physical like appearance based level of seeing a mantis shrimp the same size as you is unnerving to you
0: oh, I, <laughs> I don't like <laughs> I think insects. that answers that <laughs> I don't like insects I don't like arachnids I don't like stuff that doesn't look like it's made out of human flesh it's effectively Jeff flesh Goldblum in The Fly but as a mantis shrimp I'm going to have to put on a big veto for that just a real big VO you mentioned before about like a a mascot or something like family friendly right okay so are we talking like maybe like a
2: small shrimp like the is it there's a prawn in Finding Nemo who cleans a lot oh yes
0: yes shock (laughs) just like one of those but they they punch a lot does it just sit
1: on Sexy Cryptid's shoulder
0: no guys guys I've got an angle
1: Okay, go on. Go on.
0: Here's me going with the family-friendly angle that Josh mentioned in passing mm-hmm. under his breath about <laughs> 20 minutes ago. What if this is a this is a family-friendly hero, but they started out life as like one of those uh, mascot characters that uh, a lot of Japanese cities have. But this is a, a mascot for like a fishing village, and they the mascot is a shrimp. So it's kind of like a cartoony, like Sanrio-esque shrimp-looking character. Okay. But then they actually gain the powers of the shrimp that they're dressing up at. What, so
1: there's a person in a mascot suit? Uh, so
0: what they're effectively
2: doing is shouting shrimp at the sky, and a thunderbolt will just come down, strike them, and they'll turn
0: into a shrimp. I like that idea.
1: <laughs> no, I don't. Why?
0: Okay, explain.
1: Explain what? The terrible idea? or
0: Explain how we can make this idea more jade-friendly.
1: Um, I like the person being... Like, the origin story is that they already yeah. had the suit, but not the powers. Okay. <laughs> um, how do they get the powers?
0: They get the powers.
2: What if, what if they're not powers? What if the s- suit started out as a mascot thing, but now they've kind of <laughs> experimented on the suit, and now it's more of a, okay. some sort of shrimp-based Iron Man suit?
1: Oh my god!
2: <laughs> I love that.
1: What if Super Shrimp is encrypted in and of themselves?
0: Oh, mm-hmm. Ooh, so maybe a cryptid inhabited the suit. Yes.
1: And so now no one knows if there's a person in the suit or a giant shrimp in a giant shrimp costume.
0: That's a very clever, very jade-esque twist you've put on that. <laughs> and by jade-esque, I mean just smart. <laughs> not not dumb.
1: Thanks.
0: Um, I like. So we got essentially a pair of cryptids going around fighting crime. One, one's yeah. in a bubbly, cute-as-hell shrimp suit, and the other is yep. into bondage. Well, no, we, we don't know. This. We don't know that. I, I mean, could, we don't know if they're be. into bondage or not. I mean, it's not... We, are, we assume. With a name like Sexy
2: Cryptid, you've got to kind of assume, but... We you can't no make any idea. judgments yeah. though, Josh. No. You don't know. I don't know. Or do I know? Mm-hmm. So...
1: Okay. Uh, do you know? <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so Sexy Cryptid and Super Shrimp are a team. How did they come to team well, up?
0: Well they are a pair of cryptids so we have that link did
1: they both just sort of meet up at a cryptids meet up and were just like i'm sick of sick of the village like saying all these things about me that aren't true totally not true
0: what if it's linked with super shrimp mm-hmm. what if um they are out and about doing cryptid stuff which is yet to be filled out and they get attacked um so sexy cryptid is fine because they can fend fend them off but super shrimp is um wounded and maybe they're de-shelled, being like a a, a shrimp cryptid or like some sort of shellfish cryptid and sexy Cryptid's is like no you'll die if you you'll die if you don't like find somewhere to recover but what's le- what's they laying about a little mascot shrimp suit they get plopped in there they recover 100% and they kind of like it in the little shrimp suit. And Super Shrimp is born.
1: Um, you understand, though, that for the purposes of a speculative comic that would come about uh, for this story, you couldn't show the readers that origin. Mm. Because then you'd have the answer to whether it's a giant shrimp or a person in the suit.
2: So what we need to do now is also create several other origin stories that are used <laughs> as like urban <laughs> myths. <laughs>
1: Yeah so oh, we've got we've got two we've got what Dean just said there and we've got the lightning struck a mascot. Yep.
0: Um, yep. the the suit is in fact filled with shrimps but just thousands upon thousands Yeah of,
1: lots and lots yeah, of Yeah with yes. like a hive mind. Dean's worst nightmare.
2: Rumor has it that once there was a guy just sitting in his study and then come then crashing through his window came a small shrimp and then he looked up at the shrimp and said, "Yes father, I shall become a shrimp." <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, this is good. Um, if anyone else has any um, super shrimp origin stories, send them at us, please. For the love of God, <laughs> at BBR underscore podcast on Twitter. Um, but we got to move on. Well, yeah, with Yeah, because we
1: like we didn't come up with you know super shrimp. Like this is we've kind of stolen yeah. all these ideas from you know the rumors we've been hearing about mm, this actual. That's, that's the thing we've heard, heard it all mean, on the street. Encrypted. Did you not see that yeah. Twitter thread about it? No. I
2: mean, I heard all about it when we were at the uh, convention the other week. Is that everyone was just Ooh, talking about yeah. this kind of weird shrimp thing that was just wandering around.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm surprised they weren't talking more about just the one the one cryptid that's just called sexy cryptid. I mean <laughs> Oof. S- send me a link to that Twitter thread later, but let's talk about sexy cryptid then. What have you heard about them?
0: Um well, I heard that they were um they died during, you know and oh. now and now they're forever cursed to, to be bound. Or maybe bound? I'm not sure. You, you could say that if they're a ghost, they are mm. eternally
2: bound anyway. What, 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 what?
1: <laughs> is that um, why um, their bondage is invisible when they use powers on, on criminals? Because it's ghost bondage.
2: It's ghost bondage. <laughs> is, it, is it a bit like the, ch- the chains in Muppets Christmas Carol with Jason yes. Marley? <laughs> 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 to, to, to not take us down, taking us away from our adult route and going straight to our good friends, the Muppets.
1: yes.
0: We can't, we can't get them abroad in We're this.
1: Encrypted, encrypted. <laughs> Whoa!
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's funny because we literally just invented that. <laughs> okay, so they're partners. They might be lovers. Yeah, yet yeah, another rumor. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't know. It's rumor. This is the most,
2: <laughs> most <laughs> speculative episode. Yeah, we don't have to confirm anything. Do you know what? I heard they once used to deliver pizzas together.
1: Yeah, yeah, I heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Like they adapted a a bike you know, heard... with a little sort of um, what do you call those? Like a sidecar? Like a yeah. And like shrimp sat in it.
2: I was I thought you were talking about like one of those like bicycles with like two seats, no, like, no, like no, a tandem bike. No,
1: like a motorbike with a sidecar.
0: I heard once they shared a sandwich.
1: Whoa, that's pretty mm. sexy.
0: A very long, sliv- slippery, saucy sandwich.
1: Okay, how do these that, two fight and crime? That's it.
0: Um, Yeah, why do they fight crime is the important thing.
2: Well, I'm guessing that Sexy Cryptid either potentially does or doesn't bind the criminal and then... Or does Super Shrimp punch them first till they're knocked out? And then whilst they're knocked out, Sexy Cryptid potentially does or does not tie them up. And when they wake up, they... Yes, we
1: we can do both ways around. Like, um, if it's too dangerous for Super Shrimp to just wade in and start punching... Because, mm. um, like you know, if you have like a large group of goons, um, even with a punch with the force of a bullet, it's, it's quite difficult to take out that many people at once. Not sure. Um so it could be that in those situations, you've got sexy cryptid to bind them, and mm. in their confusion, like because it's there or not there, they're just like what the heck, very confused, and that gives Super Shrimp the opportunity to take them out in their dazed state.
0: It's it's a fairly nice combination of characters for fights. Yeah, there's no doubt about that.
1: They're they're interchangeable. Mm. Like they have multiple tactics for different situations.
0: It could always be a case of like um, sexy cryptid, t- like sweeping the legs with mm-hmm. like invisible like bondage. Um, you could have. Oh, interesting fact about the mantis shrimp, uh, Jade, that you might not know. Um, you know how I said they boil water when they punch punch it? Mm-hmm. Well, it boils so flash, it actually creates quite a bright flash as well. Ooh. So if, if we wanted to translate, I mean, it's a cryptid. It's pretty magical anyway. So maybe they could punch and flash things mm. and daze, put them in a daze. And then
1: yeah, sexy like cryptid can come yeah. around and
0: lasso them? Question mark. Um, it's pretty safe. Um, but Why? Why are they doing this? Apart from avenging, hmm. question mark. Well,
1: I tossed up that idea, like, I kind of mumbled it ages ago that they were at a cryptid meet and they just didn't like what people were saying about them. And it turns out it's mostly criminals say- saying the bad things about them.
0: So this basic cryptid meet just happened to be on the rough side of town.
1: Yes. So it's like
0: what we'd do in the shadows if it was set in, like, like downtown LA or something like that.
1: I don't know, I guess. I guess what I'm saying is, like they they thought they were normal <gasps> heroes. I'm sorry, I'm going to shut up because someone gasped.
2: Could it be that they're totally unrelated, but okay. they were still invited to like some sort of cryptid support meeting mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, on their own? They're still doing all this superheroes saving criminals and stuff. Mm-hmm. But when they get to the meeting, they think all of these cryptids sound really odd. I've never heard of them before, and mm. they they're kind of like odd versions of existing cryptids. Yeah, and it turns out that every single other Support cryptid who's turned up is actually a criminal who, and they've baited both of those heroes <laughs> to there basically so they can defeat them.
1: That's genius. And they don't have to worry about oh them my anymore.
2: God. So it's almost like they were almost like not stupid, but they were naive enough and wanting support because cri- being a cryptid, no one really gets to know them.
1: Yeah, no one really you gets to know me.
2: If else Yeah, everyone keeps saying that. Like, someone said, I ate a sandwich the other day and it's like, that has nothing to do with me. I'm a shrimp.
1: Like, why would you <laughs> make that assumption?
2: <laughs> yeah. Um and they kind of just team up because if anything,
0: they just want some company. Yeah. Mm. Let's let's keep this low key. Let's keep I this like that. So humble. they so
1: they after, they take out all the criminals, I I suppose. Hmm. Of course. Um and And maybe that's how they mm. figured
2: out that they work quite well together, maybe.
1: I guess the pun ending there is that they then go for a sandwich. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> just to hang out and get to know each other. You know what? Fuck those guys. I'm gonna get a sandwich.
1: And then you pan outside of this just chill hangout that they're having afterwards, and someone just walks by like a pedestrian. And it's like, wow, well, sweet, like super shrimp mean a sandwich. Do you see that? Oh, I'd heard the rumors, and so the rumor <laughs> continues.
0: Ah, uh, uh, being being encrypted as well, it could open the doors to like meeting. Maybe what if these guys are out of the the feeling they got of helping themselves and supporting one another. Maybe they're going out and trying to find other cryptids to support them as well. So, it's, so they well, start kind of like
2: an in in investigative
0: agency. Not just an investiga- uh, an investigation agency, but also like a support agency, all rolled into one. Mm. So but they, just to t-
1: confirm, they were heroes yeah. beforehand. So,
0: they're yes. going to like okay. Loch Ness. I just wanted to make sure. Okay. They're going to uh, the Jersey Devil in Ironically, Jersey. Ironically,
1: they don't find any of the other cryptids. Because the cryptids are like, those two are weird.
0: Uh, we, we it can be to our discretion whether or not that's like a big conspiracy thing, or it's just a case of they're cryptids, dummy.
1: We, <laughs> I mean, you you won't get an answer either way. Are they are they real? Are they not?
0: They're cryptids, they're cryptids bro. You don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. We're making this comic, and we don't know, <laughs> which is pretty bad when you're trying to make a substantial comic with a um cohesive storyline. Oh, sorry, so very I true. don't know. We we can we can take a pretty meta on it.
1: Yeah. It could be that everywhere they go to try and find a cryptid, they actually find people in need of saving. This mm. is true, and they get distracted. Like, that's that's like the running gag is that they they get completely distracted with saving people, and then they're like, "Why were we here again? I don't know. Let's just carry on. Who's who's next on the <laughs> just... list?"
2: Or it could be that whilst they're trying to search for this um, potential cryptid, so let's let's just say they go to Scotland. They're trying to yeah. for Nessie. Yeah. They go to Loch Ness, and they find that there are some people doing some bad stuff um and what and as they've saved the day it, like if they'd left it any longer Nessie might have turned up mm. but they've seen that it's all been sorted they said well this has been done and they just slink back into the water <laughs> <laughs> so it's like they are they potentially are or are not real so maybe we could do like a couple of like odd footprints or yeah, yeah. like the old log Nessie joke
1: I think you could have a couple maybe where it's also um not just a case of saving local people. It could also be they accidentally saved the cryptid that lives there as yeah. well. Mm. So, like, give, give me well, another example of a cryptid. That,
0: that's the thing. I was just going to stick with Nessie, because Nessie is often hunted and sought well, Could you, of you maybe it. do, like, a... So,
2: um, sorry to interrupt, you, A, like, deforestation and Bigfoot. Yeah, okay. Yeah.
1: Um, so you could then have them, like, uh, get rid of, like, this... Um, I don't know, like a logging company or something that's um, flagrantly disregarding the limiters on how much, you know, they can take from a forest, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Um, And like, instead of meeting Bigfoot, like, just as they're leaving, like, you have this really touching scene with Bigfoot just being like, you truly saved us all. How could I ever thank you? No, you wouldn't want my thanks. You You don't need to meet. You're better than that, and like you pan back to them, and they're just like, man, I really wish we could have met Bigfoot. <laughs>
0: no, Jade, Jade, it's like um, they're about to leave at uh, the pair of them, and then one of them's like, wait, what's that? And like right on the distance, there's like a small shadow of Bigfoot, and then Bigfoot sort of like gives a small wave, and the other uh, like shrimp or someone's like dry, like frantically waving at them. No, 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 and then no, Bigfoot The joke has to be that they never meet any shrimp of the is, like, other. Cryptos. No, that's the thing. Like shrimp would be like. No, I'm like, I, I trying to get him over. I was trying to wave him over. Why no, did, I did mean, you not literally, see? they never find, find to wave out him over? the
1: cryptids are real. Or... You
0: don't even want them to meet, like... No. <laughs> C- could it be that
2: they see the shadow yeah. and they try and wave over and say, oh, Bigfoot, Bigfoot, hey. And it turns out it's just like some really like hairy lumberjack guy. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking me- that. Meanwhile, be whilst they're trying to distract him, they're shouting so loud that they can't actually hear the real Bigfoot behind them saying, hey, guys, thanks a bunch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say they'd take a picture of some dude in the woods. Oh, no, actually, cut that.
1: No, no, I get, I, get, I get that. Like, they could take a picture with Bigfoot and then be like, that was a really nice guy we met. Shame about Bigfoot, though. <laughs> well, they don't even know it was Bigfoot.
0: <laughs> or they, maybe they, I know you don't like the meeting, but maybe they could take a selfie with Bigfoot, but the photo mm. comes out terribly blurry. Um,
1: but i just don't want them to be aware of ever having met any other cryptids because that mm. cements how much they need each other
0: yes very true so like
1: we can know that they've met some of the other cryptids you know they can they can run into the yeti mm. and and just be like that's a killer yeti costume <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh another tourist yeah
1: oh. You know, oh, like yeah. it's like the old uh, what is it, the Charlie Chaplin thing, where he <laughs> entered the contest to the lookalike contest, the Charlie Chaplin lookalike contest, and came third. You know.
0: Okay. That uh, kind of shit. Quickly, before we wrap this up, uh, can we think of any villains? Some nice cool down villains. I tell you what, I do need to cool down under this blanket. Holy <laughs> shit. Um, the only thing I can really think hmm. of is like, there's the typical like conspiracy theorist dude that could be following them?
1: Yeah, I was, like, I jumped to, like, men in black type. Oh, People, like, suits. You could have, like,
0: maybe, yeah. um, sort of like, uh, Ronaldo from Steven Universe, like, a crazy blogger guy, who could be, like, yeah. saying, no, I saw Super Shrimp, I swear, they're right here.
2: Maybe it could be someone who's trying to track down the cryptids to prove that they're real. So they're always almost, like, thwarting the heroic stuff because they just want to show off this, um... Obviously that they've look, I've managed to find Super Shrimp and they're trying, like, drag them away, but it's like, no no no, I need to go save this small village from a flood. If you get me.
1: Oh, maybe. Could it be that they don't think of sexy cryptid and super shrimp as like sentient beings? They're almost like, I've got to capture Mm. these things so I can show people the things that I found.
0: Almost like a hunter type, almost. But
1: like really bad at it, you know. Like I like I like more of the idea of like, um, Oh, have you guys seen Fairly Old Parents? There's yes. like the, the yeah. really stupid teacher that like freaks out constantly and is like, yeah. And like always sets up really terrible traps to catch them and never succeeds. That kind of thing. Like someone who's really knowledgeable and well-versed, but doesn't think of them as people and is just trying to catch them and prove to people that they exist. Could
0: there be some sort of anti-sexy villain or antithesis to sexy cryptid? Mm. A pair of scissors yes, a pair of scissors, just just
2: a pair of scissors to cut the bondage, and that is it, just a pair of scissors
0: <laughs> this this is why our listeners tune in for these <laughs> top shelf ideas
2: well, you see you you always have an animal's thing. I'm just going to go down the road of random stuff
0: wait, oh, what is oh, it sorry, go.
1: I had an idea, I had a brilliant idea, a gasp idea, uh okay, what if one of the villains? to these two heroes is another hero. Well, like another superhero. Like, yes, and their power is, I I can set you free from your bonds.
2: Oh.
1: <laughs> and they do it. They set Super Shrimp free from the mascot outfit because they think that they're trapped in it. And they set sexy, <laughs> they set sexy cryptid free from all of their bondage, <laughs> whether it's there or not. Because they can sense whether it's there or not. And they're like, no, you two are now free. And then they just fucking disappear into the wind. They're like, my job is done. <laughs> and they're like, no, wait, fucking come back. You fucked
0: that up. That would be quite interesting. Like, if we could link that superhero into a story with another cryptid. <clears throat> I'm just trying to think, oh. is there another cryptid to do with, like, being trapped or caged? Or hmm. may- maybe the chupacabra has been captured and put in a zoo or something. Well, could we? Are there any beetle cryptids? Oh. Uh?
1: Uh, oh. hmm.
0: th- there is now. We can invent them. Yeah, because I mean, let's let's okay, make up what about, an urban myth.
1: I've just come up with it, and it's genius. Hear me out. You know all those um beetle fighters, like the the wrestlers, uh, the like pe- like the specific breed of beetle that people you mean, like
0: stag beetles?
1: Breed to fight. Yeah, kind of like the ones with the big
0: the heracrosses um, You can say that, Jay.
1: Yeah, the heracrosses <laughs> yes Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, the uh, those that like toss each other. So like, what if someone bred one of those and it rose up the ranks and it became so strong that no other beetle could beat it? So then it moved into like animal wrestling, and then no animal could take it on. And it was getting bigger and bigger, it's just stronger and stronger. And suddenly it was in like the like featherweight <laughs> class, up against oh humans. And suddenly, oh my god, there it is. The Beetle Cryptid, ready to take on the heavyweight champion. <laughs> but the
0: thing is, Beetle Crypt has gone out of control. He's, they're he's, just
1: tossing everything.
0: Pe- yeah, they're flipping people, everyone.
1: Buildings. And now
0: it's up to uh, Sexy Cryptid. <laughs>
1: they're addicted to tossing. I had to say it.
0: Yuck, 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 yuck. <laughs> American oh. listeners look that up. You probably already know. Um, I like this. But I'm going to have to call it a day there because I'm about to suffocate under this blanket with my crappy microphone. Okay. Um, thank you so much for listening to us create these uh, urban myths that we are getting away but with. we not... didn't
1: create them. We, we just, you know, we kind of lied. These are rumors. They're all, I've got them all written down here. I'm we sorry I We just
0: passed on that. information.
1: That's why I was able to rattle off Beetle Cryptids, you know, whole backstory. You just Googled quickly.
0: it. Like, everyone else <laughs> yeah. can Google it. Jesus. I mean, you know,
1: various forums have different takes on where they came from, but I kind of, you know, pooled together the resources to form a coherent story. Thank you, story.
0: And thank you all If you wanna support
2: us Then all you've got to do is leave us a iTunes review. Well that's not all you have to do. You can support us in many other ways. That's true. But a way that will also benefit you is also if you leave us a iTunes review or a podcast platform review. I'm still not sure where they are. Um, then we will take whatever name you leave, so your username, whatevs. or I mean I I guess you could leave your birth date, credit card detail's maiden name and other kind of personal information just in case we yeah, that'd be yeah, Just really, in case you have the kaiju stuff. That'd be stuff. really helpful. Um, mm. And then we'll stick it through a generator, and you'll have an episode dedicated mm-hmm. to you.
0: To you. To you. All for you. In the meantime, you can follow us at BBR underscore podcast on Twitter, and there not only will you see the recommendations that we gave to you today in their full karmicky glory, which is the best way to view them, um, but also on the Friday, you will see with your own peepers an illustration of... These two heroes that were just made by our very own Jade Sarson, who is a very good artist.
1: I mean, I'll probably just, you know, take all those blurry photos that I found of them on the internet and post them. Yeah, just like, Mm -hmm, maybe mm -hmm. clean
0: them up, artist rendition, etc.
2: What what you're really going to do is you're just going to draw them and then you're just going to get a pixel
0: and just like pixelate (laughs) them.
1: Why? (laughs) Dan, cut that.
0: (laughs) Oh, cut that and cut this episode because you've been bitten by a radioactive podcast. I am Dean the daintily clad cryptid book knight.
1: I'm Jade. Was I here? Wasn't I? You'll never know, Sarson.
0: And,
2: well, my name was so good that I'm just gonna go with, I'm Josh, the sexy cryptid randall.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: ah, oh, and maybe- Is
1: he sexy? Isn't he? We'll never know.
0: <laughs> and maybe you'll see us around. Who knows? If you, if you get a picture, maybe it will just end up being bad. Goodbye.
2: Or maybe you'll hear us the same time next week. Maybe. by radioactive podcast is hosted by dean McKnight, jade sarson and me josh Randall. Uh this episode was all edited up by me and seeing that we do all the other stuff in the show now all that's left for me to say is we'll see you next week for another episode